Jazzcast Pros. What is a relationship? Relationships basically are defined as the interworkings of human connectedness between people. Yeah, big words. Basically, a relationship is how you and somebody else get along. And so when we look at building healthier relationships, we want to take time to understand what a relationship currently is. And that then becomes the foundation for looking at and assessing how that relationship can become better. How we feel about ourselves, how we relate to ourselves, how we treat ourselves will also be a reflection of how we treat others and relate to others. Welcome to Healthy Illness Podcast. I am Kelly Marie, your host, and this is the podcast to help you build better relationships while living with mental health conditions. I'm diagnosed and live with borderline personality disorder, major depression, and generalized anxiety. And despite those diagnoses, I've been able to live a full life. I have healthy relationships, a great career, And my mission is to help you do the same. So join me every week right here on your favorite podcasting platform for Healthy Illness Podcast. You know, being that this used to be Living the Front Seat Life Podcast, we have a new name, same information, same style, but wanted to give a voice to what is actually happening and what the podcast is really all about. And it is about living with mental health condition and learning how to build healthier relationships. It doesn't mean that your relationships aren't healthy. It just means that you can build healthier ones, right? It's like you could be physically fit, but there are people that are at the peak of their physical fitness that are still pushing and striving to be even better than what they were yesterday. So the same is true when it comes to our mental health. You know, it's all about striving to be better and striving to heal to move forward on the healing journey so that we can be better for ourselves and for those that we love and care about. So this week's episode really is um, foundational with the switch in from living the front seat life to living with healthy illness. I wanted to take some time and talk about what relationships are. Oftentimes, when you hear the word relationship, you automatically think about an intimate partner relationship. So having a significant other or a sexual relationship. And that is not what we're talking about at all. I mean, it can be, but relationships are more than just an intimate relationship that you have with another human being. So one of the things we often forget about is the relationship to self. And I think um, with the switch to uh, healthy illness and learning what it's like to live a healthy life, despite having mental health illness or mental health conditions, it is imperative that we understand relationship to self. It's imperative for me. And when we look at how we can grow, when we look at how we can do better, how we can move forward on our healing journey, self is first. There's actually coming up a dual podcast with um, Ra from Father Torch podcast here on the Jazzcast Pros Network. So you get one half on one show, the other half of the conversation on the other podcast. And we had a great time, but we talked about relationships. We talked about self. We talked about, in a nutshell, 
we talked about why and how it's necessary for us to be healthy in order to have healthy relationships. And I wanted to take some time and dive into that just a little bit. Self, who we are, how we move, how we work, and why our relationship with self is so important. One of the things that I know comes up a lot in conversation is I don't know how to treat me better. That's legitimate, right? Not knowing how how do you treat yourself better? What is self-care, right? And, you know, I I often talk about the journey, the process, right? What is self-care for one person is not what self-care is for someone else. The same thing is true when you look at the relationship arc or when you look at the relationship spectrum. Someone may have a better relationship with themselves than they than someone else. And it's going to look different depending upon the person. But there are some core pieces that I think are most important, regardless of where you are, that uh, are necessary to own when it comes to developing relationship with self. So the first thing is understanding that you do have a relationship with you. How do you treat you? We often look for other people to pour into us and to tell us how to feel about ourselves, to show us by how they treat us how how we are, you know, how we're doing. And, and we base other people's thoughts and perceptions as the basis for how we are and, and how we are as a person. When honestly, it is not someone else, but it's us who determines how we are. Oftentimes in in relationships or you hear people talk about in relationships, you know, this person didn't make me happy. And that is a huge signal that something is amiss within self because no one should be making you happy, right? Your relationship with self is what determines your happiness. Like you are responsible for your own happiness because what happens is if you are dependent upon someone else to be happy, as soon as they do something that you don't like or does not pour into your happiness, you're going to be unhappy. And it's human nature right, that people are fallible. You know, we're not perfect. And it's inevitable that someone, if you're looking to someone else to make you happy, it's inevitable that that someone will eventually disappoint and make you unhappy. So when we examine who we are, when we examine what self-relationship is, understanding that we are the ones that have to make us healthy and happy is a, a huge first step. And either initial steps, there's not, not one thing that you have to do before the other. But the first thing is understanding you're responsible for you. No one else is responsible for you, whether it is happiness or joy or healing, all of those things are things that we have to do within ourselves. Another thing that is, I believe, very key and important is focusing on forgiveness. Um, forgiveness is a uh, also a journey. Uh, oftentimes, we expect forgiveness to be something that happens in the blink of an eye, or that someone is not worthy of our forgiveness. But here's the thing. We don't forgive people for them. We forgive people for us. If you've been thinking about starting a podcast and you want to include interviews with people across town, Riverside.fm offers unbelievable high-quality recordings regardless of your or your guest internet quality. And it also gives you separate audio and video tracks for each person speaking. And unlike Zoom, you don't have to install anything on your computer and your guests don't either. Head over to Riverside.fm and use promo code JazzyCast to get 60 free minutes of recording and 15% off a membership plan. 
when you hold on to unforgiveness, when you hold on to a trauma or hold on to a wrong that someone has uh, set against you, you're hurting yourself. That person is not hurting because you're not forgiving them. They may not even know they've offended you or hurt you. But oftentimes we leave our forgiveness up to that person asking for forgiveness. Someone doesn't have to ask for forgiveness in order for us to forgive. And that's just not that's not um, just external, but that's internal. We have to forgive ourselves. We have to forgive ourselves for all of the things that we didn't get right, all of the things that we did wrong, all of the hurt that we caused. You have to forgive you in order to move forward, in order to be whole. And this is something I articulated with the uh, there's a, a post that came up on social media and someone asked how they can forgive a loved one who has wronged them and has caused them a lot of trauma. And um, there's a saying of holding resentment, anger towards someone is like drinking poison and expecting the other person to die. We're holding on to poison. We're holding on to the negative thoughts. We're holding on to the trauma. We're holding on to the hurt feelings, expecting the other person to feel the pain. But we're the ones that are holding on to it. And so if you look at your happiness and you being responsible for your happiness, your own joy, your own healing, your own healthy lifestyle and your own healthy life, it's necessary to be the one that does the forgiving, forgiving of others and forgiving of self. Whether that person deserves forgiveness or not is not up for question. It's not up for debate. It doesn't matter. One of the reasons why I think that this comes up in this way is because we think we're supposed to forgive and forget. That is a misnomer. Like it, it is not a, a human response to be able to forget a wrong. We're not necessarily called to to forgive and forget so that someone can then hurt you again because that's what the brain thinks. Forgive and forget and treat this person like they've never done me any wrong. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is forgive, which is a journey. Right. It's something that you have to recommit to every day, every year. It, it is not just a one shot deal. But in that forgiveness, in that uh, that process, you are letting go of the trauma. You're letting go of the things that have torn you apart. You're letting go of all of the pain. You're letting go of all of the hurt. Right. Because your goal is to be healthy. Right. So if your goal isn't to be healthy, if your goal isn't to be happy, if your goal is not to to find joy in life, then that's a different conversation. But if you're saying to yourself, I want to be happy, I want to be joyful, I want to, you know, I want to enjoy life. I want to laugh. I want to I, I want I want if you you want those things for you, then you have to forgive yourself and you have to forgive others. It's just a part of the process, it is a part of the journey. And it's like, you know, it just is what it is. So you can forgive someone and at the same time set boundaries. You can forgive someone and not allow them to mistreat you. You can forgive someone and they'd no longer be a part of your life. You can forgive someone and you can rebuild a relationship. You can forgive someone and your relationship grows even deeper than what it was before. Forgiveness doesn't mean that one, um, that person has to stay in your life or that you have to allow them to hurt you again. That's not forgiveness. Always protect yourself. And I always make sure you are loving you enough to protect you. And you may not know what that is. 
you may not know what that looks like. You may not be able to pinpoint exactly how to go about finding joy, being happy. And that's something we can talk about. I'll, I'll bring on an expert or two and we can talk a little bit more about that process. But ideally, you know, forgiveness is a process. It is a journey. And the first piece of that is making a decision, a commitment to forgive. Things may not change immediately. You may not feel a big lift of pressure. It may take years for you to actually get to the point where you have forgiven someone, but it is possible. And so I encourage you to begin to look at ways that you can begin to forgive you for all of the things that you've done or have not done and to forgive others for all of the things that they've done or they haven't done. Most folks are doing the best they can with what they have. And we've all been taught by people, whether they're parents or friends or um, family members, community, we've all learned how to treat other people by our interactions with other people. And so if those interactions were not positive or those interactions were not good and someone learned to hurt as a way of communicating, then that person may be doing the best they can with what they have. I'm not excusing poor behavior. I'm not excusing trauma, mistreatment. I'm not excusing any of that. All I'm saying is we have to, uh, wait, you don't have to do anything. But I encourage you to look at the person as just a, a flawed human being. Being older does not mean that you're wiser. It doesn't mean that you're smarter. It doesn't mean that you've learned how to better deal with trauma or um, you are better able to raise kids or be a better grandparent or be a better friend. It just means that you lived another day. What you do with that day is something different. Greetings, everyone. My name is Ra. Yes, I am the host of Father Torch. I would like to take this time to invite you in my discussions on very, very important topics of being a black and brown father in today's society. Being a parent, the other parent, we face trials and tribulations too. We have worries, we have feelings. Here at Father Torch, we promote the advocacy of being the dad you wish you had. Join me at fathertorch.com. And so while you're on this journey, while you're on this walk, while you're figuring things out, while you're looking at self and evaluating your relationship with you in order to be a better person for others, I want you to remember those initial steps, okay? As we move on, as we talk, as we, as we grow together, learning about living with mental health conditions, but also building those healthier relationships, it's like a, it, 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 I keep saying it, but it's a journey, it is. And the goal is to just be better than who we were. We don't know how far we'll go on this journey. There is no prescribed path. There's no one thing that's going to work for everyone because everyone is different. Everyone has been affected by life differently. And so your healing process is going to be different. You may find that someone um, has tried the same thing that you're doing and it works for the two of you, but it, it may not work for someone else. Or you do three things and someone else does five, right? It, it's going to vary from person to person. So give yourself permission to take this journey. Give yourself permission to be on this path. And you'll look back and see how far you've come from the time you said, all right, I'm going to commit to myself to where you are when you take that look back. So next time out, 
I know that our dual podcast between myself and Ra from Father Torch podcast is coming up. Um, I believe those will be the next two podcasts. But the next time you hear me solo by myself, we're going to be talking about uh, depression in Black women. There's been a study uh, recently released through NYU and Columbia University that talks about how uh, depression resonates and, and manifests differently in Black women. So we'll dive into that next time around. But until then, again, forgiveness is key. This is a journey. It starts with self, looking towards self for healing, looking towards self for forgiveness, and looking to build a better relationship with self so that we can have better and healthier relationships with others. If you are in crisis, I encourage you to dial 988. That is the National Mental Health Crisis Line. You can um, go to your nearest emergency room if you or call 911 if you're experiencing a medical emergency, and that would be psychiatric as well. And if you are just looking for resources, Google is great. You could also use 211 as a resource. You can go to 211 in your browser, on your phone, and it will do like a keyword search. If you call, you'll get a person. But if you go online on your phone or computer, you'll get the database that pops up with the information you're looking for. So that's um, national in the U.S. Most places have 211 as a, a national number. So until the next time, this is Kelly Marie. I am the host of Healthy Illness Podcast, the podcast to help you build better relationships while living with mental health conditions. You can find this podcast on any of the podcast platforms and uh, be the light. So what are you going to do besides be the light? Look at relationship and self. I appreciate you. I cherish our virtual relationship. Uh, please leave comments, like, subscribe, and share. Share with people that you think might find some benefit to learning about healthy illness. Hey, if you like this episode, check out Getting Real with Bossy, where we chat about what it's like to be a woman business owner. You'll hear interviews with women who are doing what it takes to succeed and the reality of what that looks like. We cover all the topics, figuring out the rules and regulations, navigating business partnerships, even if that's your spouse, motherhood while running a business, working within your values, and all the ups and downs of being the boss. Are you ready to get real? Pop over to our podcast, Getting Real with Bossy. Fantastic. Hi, I'm Kelly. And I'm Kelly. The host of Getting Real with Bossy, the real, raw, and honest podcast about small business ownership. We created Bossy to be a safe place to ask the hard questions and to get support that's necessary. With our experience, nine businesses in over 25 years, we continue to bear it all and share what we wish we had known. We move past the must-be-nices and start getting real. Come along as we interview small business owners and get the true story. Leave with another tool for the next time you feel alone on this journey. Business ownership leads to unexpected knowledge. What are you an expert at? Tell us at Getting Real with Bossy and subscribe today.